0: Hi everyone, and welcome to another episode of M365 Voice. I'm Antonio Mayo, and we have Sarah.
1: Hi everybody, I'm Sarah Hazi.
0: And I am Mike Malani. And we're coming to you with another episode where we're gonna pick a question out of our jar. Sarah, do you have our jar ready? Yep. Let's see what we got.
1: This is the fun part of the job. <laughs> How can organizations stay on top of changes to Microsoft 365?
2: It's a, okay. a good question, actually. It's it's a very common question mm-hmm. uh, for organizations that have implemented M365 and uh, want to really make sure that they know all the updates of the major updates or minor updates and how do they communicate that to the employees. Uh, it's a very common scenario. We deal with it on a daily basis, I think. Hmm.
0: Okay. Yeah. We're – the three of us are in the world where we deal with that every day. Right. Mm -hmm. So whether it's through our tenant, through emails, through Twitter, through people we're connected to on the product teams, we hear about these all the time. For other organizations where they're not necessarily in this world every single day, it is a real challenge, right? So um, one of the key things, uh, there's many tools you would use to stay up to date with these things. But one of the main things is the message center, obviously. I think we all use that even in our world. Yeah,
2: so the message center is is a very, that's what I tell everyone, uh, all the uh, clients that I deal with. The message center is your best friend. You got updates on a weekly basis. Uh, the updates don't, they don't tell you we're starting an update right now. We're not, they don't tell you we're rolling really out in the future right now. Just they give you a heads up. So you should be aware of what's coming up within the next three to six months kind of thing. And then you can prepare that and you have to assess what kind of changes are they, And then once they they announced something, you should go and look it up on the um, Microsoft Community blog post because they talk about it in details and see if that is going to impact your tenant, uh, your end users, and if you want to take any further action against it to delay it if you don't want it or if you want to start preparing um, the users and the environment to deploy that new feature.
1: One of the things that I am most excited about um, and that I've deployed in my personal tenant and it's uh, it's something that I brought into um, my organization as well is the new planner integration with the message center that just went public recently. So you have the ability to go into your message center, of course, through the Office 365 Admin Center, you go to the health dropdown and therein is your message center. Um, And there is a planner integration where you can basically configure using custom rules and filters that they give you, the ability for message center messages to based on a schedule that you provide or an automatic sync or a manual sync that they can feed into a planner plan that then you can use to be able to track all of those message center updates. And whether, for example, you wanna take action, you're gonna research these, you're going to assign them out to people to look at. I actually recommend that um, practitioners of M365, is gonna administer and train people on that environment, set up some review meetings to go through those message center updates. And having them in planner is great because you can take a look at it and then determine quickly is action required, is research required, and then assign it to someone or several individuals. And then if it's nothing that we're using or nothing we think we need to take action on other than informing us, we can simply file it but it's all in Planner so you can manage it from a task
0: perspective. That's great. Um, The question I would have is who do you guys feel should um, have access to the message center or should be able to view the message or or it should be their responsibility to keep on top of these things in the message center? Who is that in an organization?
1: I think that's gonna be pretty variable, don't you Mike, based on the company?
0: Correct. Yeah. So you always have
2: your Office 365 Global Admin or Microsoft 365 Global Admin that has access to it and should be aware of that. Yeah. And that it goes down to different roles as well. It doesn't mean that if I am a SharePoint and Teams administrator, I should uh if if if, if you are Antonio the global admin, I am the SharePoint and Teams admin. It doesn't mean that you should be not really care about all the changes or the messages about SharePoint and Teams and just on my only to deal with that. I think you'll always have the global admin that should be aware of all the changes yeah. um, and it depends on how you, well uh, you have established your deployment. You'll usually have a governance committee on the M365 uh, and then that filters down to the different rules based on what kind of changes are happening in your tenant. Yeah.
1: Agreed, and I think depending on the organization, some organizations may only have literally the M365 um, global admins reviewing the message center. Other organizations may have a much broader lens where it's the operational support teams that are supporting tickets that are called in from employees about Microsoft 365, may also include the employee communications people, whether they be product managers or corporate communications or trainers about Microsoft 365 products. So depending on your organization, I definitely think it's better to have more people, even if you have um, an array of people on a message center review meeting that you hold on a regular recurring basis at your company, all the better because the message center, the volume of messages that are posted in that message center have really, I don't wanna say ballooned in a bad way, but they've really grown in terms of the average volume of messages that are dropped every week. So yeah. it becomes, it's frankly too much for just one or a couple of people to handle. I think you need to have an array of people ready to to help.
0: Agreed. I, the reason I asked that is I remember a time where it was only global admins that could actually get at it. Right. And then they added the ability to email those, um, you know, uh, digests of message center notifications to a certain group of people. Um And then we built things like flows and so on that would take that and disperse it to more people. But now recently they added the message center reviewer role. I think it's called message center reviewer, yeah. where people can have access only to review the message center, which is brilliant because it means you can have more yes. people that can see it. Um, and you're right, the 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 number of messages that drop in there on a weekly basis is huge now. So some organizations, usually larger ones, would need to kind of delegate okay, these users, perhaps the SharePoint admins, the team admins are responsible for that category and other people might be responsible for other ones.
1: And I think some organizations may need to look at, they need to elevate some of their business line users who are M365 champions or enthusiasts into helping with those. Because um, I know always you have people that are power automate gurus or big into power apps Those are people that might be great to consult on some of these changes because they'll be able to quickly tell you, are the business users going to care about this change to Power Automate and what kind of communication is best suited to this particular type of change uh, in Power Automate? And I think that having um, either having a voice of your customer, your internal employee customer, or having them engaged in those reviews can be incredibly helpful.
0: Yeah, and I think you both touched on an important point around um, how… Governance and reviewing the message center on a regular basis is really important for organizations like what we often will recommend is an organization identify at least one, if not a couple of Office 365 service owners and a uh-huh. service owner could be someone on the business side, it could be someone on the communications or content side, it could be a technical person, but part of their role is staying up to date with the changes that are coming and understanding what those are testing them if possible and helping the organization prepare for the changes that are coming. And with the number of messages and changes that are coming, sometimes that's a pretty big job more than one person can handle. But that Office 365 service owner role is usually part of a governance committee. You want I like the idea of having a regular review of those messages and being able to action them like with the planner, thing that you said, but it becomes a really important outlet for, or sorry, input into, what do we need to do this month on Office 365 or this week on Office 365?
2: Yeah, point is that there's a, the the volume on the message center is has grown quite a bit. It's not a matter of sometimes skipping skipping uh, the, the 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 messages or skimming through them. You don't really have to read them, you don't have to understand what the changes are. So you need to dedicate like it doesn't matter if you're a small or big organization. You're not gonna know everything about M365, so you might read through a, a message that you really don't understand, and you can't not just skip it. You have to go and look for the information, look for the answers, or pass it on to someone else who knows that service.
1: And that brings up a really good point that we should really mention, and that there are a lot of podcasts out there, um, and there are a couple podcasts that that deal with this specifically, um, including um, the message center show podcast that regarding 365 does, Daryl is a service and Daniel Glenn, and they've been doing this for years and years, I think, but they review message center messages and actually dialogue about them and kind of give an overview. So if there's one that you're, lost on, you can certainly check out podcasts. And then I believe that there are other podcasts out there about the Microsoft roadmap, which is even a farther ahead glance at what's coming. So I think yep. we should maybe talk about the roadmap just a little bit and how that differs from the message center.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, yeah so for a for roadmap, it's either the two point you, there is a podcast for that, you can go and check it out and see what's coming up. So that gives you like a head start of what's happening in the next six months. It's not something that's going to be deployed in the next month or next three months, it might not give you a lot of time. Um, typically, if you are a little bit active on Twitter, you can definitely have to follow uh, the product group. So follow key people on the, the product group because they are very really active. They will tell you what's happening. They will tell you what's been announced, uh, what's going to be released, and you can follow up on the blogs uh, provided by the product group as well. So you can have the heads up of what's happening and you can have
0: better planning. Yeah. yeah, I think the, the roadmap is an important item. I think it's important to know too that the roadmap tends to be, like I think you just said this, Mike, further out items, right? Things that are a, a something that's, that's further out. The dates are not necessarily committed to. So I encourage people not to read too, too much into the dates on the roadmap because those can change. Um, but they do give you a view into the stuff that's coming further out. Um, Twitter, you touched on that, but to me, that's a great resource. For uh, and and requires knowing who to follow, right? Who who are the people in the community? Sarah, you mentioned some of the other podcasts. Um, Certainly there's there's us that are active on Twitter and a number of other people, but the Microsoft product group people are also really active on it. So knowing who to follow there on Twitter and seeing their posts about features and so on when they're launched also gives you a great way to know, oh, okay, this just hit or this is about to hit. Um, They're very active and the messages are really helpful there. Uh, the mm-hmm. other one that I would I would suggest people look into is the targeted release feature. So, the ability for an organization to self-select a group of people um, or the whole organization, and I don't re- recommend you use the whole organization, but a group of people that receive new features first. Um, and typically, that Office 365 service owner, people that are going to review the Mesh Center on a regular basis, they're often part of that targeted release group where... New features that are hitting the tenant will hit those users first. That gives them a chance to try them, test them, understand what they do, and help the organization prepare for them.
2: Agreed. Um, Also, um, Ignite, if if you are, uh, if you're not, well, this year is, is virtual, but typically if you don't attend it, either you attend it because they have great announcements and they have the roadmap laid out and they give you tentative dates on when the new features are being released or post ignite if it's in person they post all the videos online so the next uh, uh, ignite coming up is at 48 hours and look for the keynotes look for the keynotes from uh, the product group that will have all those announcements what they what they have done and that what's coming up so these are great places so you get ignite Inspire. they do that at the same time as well they do some product uh, announcements and Microsoft Build is build is more on the technical side, but at least there are some announcements so you can see the roadmap of, of the product.
1: Agreed. We covered that pretty effectively in a short amount of time.
0: I think so. So, so maybe let's summarize those things that you can use to stay up to date with changes that are coming. So we talked about the Message Center first. Um, we talked about um, Twitter. We talked about the Microsoft roadmap. Uh, we talked about targeted release, uh, and
1: podcasts.
0: podcasts oh. Yes. Um, did I miss any five items?
1: And making yes. sure you cast the net wide in your organization and pull in people who are not just your global admins, but, um, make sure the people who are invested, who care about the products to be able to advise on which changes are meaningful to disseminate to your business users at large and which ones are more just informed for your
0: administrators. Absolutely. All right. And with that, thank you, everyone, for uh, listening to our episode here. I think a lot of great info we shared on how to stay up to date with changes uh, coming in M365. Great topic. Thank you. Thanks.
1: Bye, everyone.